Have you ever been given the gift of music? Maybe a mixtape, a memorable gig or a life-changing music lesson from an inspirational teacher? Well, the New Amsterdam Musical Association was a gift to New York. Established in 1904, NAMA, as it's known, is an institution... It's a not-for-profit organisation whose members offer music lessons and performances in Harlem, Manhattan. It's the oldest African-American musical organisation in the United States. Jazz legends Charlie Parker and John Coltrane have played there and the association has owned their brownstone building for nearly a century. But rapid change and redevelopment have been threatening the neighbourhood. This year, the organisation was recognised for the cultural contribution it makes to the community and was granted protected landmark status by the City of New York. Two NAMA members who've campaigned for its preservation are Antoinette Hamlin and Arthur Brown. For the Cultural Frontline, they share their musical gifts and invite us in to jam with them. From historic Harlem, New York City, it's Monday Night Open Mic at the New Amsterdam Musical Association. We welcome all musicians, all instrumentalists, all singers, and anyone who loves music to come in. You will be thoroughly entertained and you would want to take part in what's going on. My name is Antoinette Hamlin. I'm president of New Amsterdam Musical Association. Uh, my name is Arthur Brown. I'm a percussionist, pianist, vocalist, and a band leader, and as well as the vice president of this great organization. This is a volunteer job for me, but I consider it full-time because my heart is always in it. Our mission here is to promote music to preserve the history and to make sure that it remains a part of the community for the foreseeable future. Those of you who live in Harlem, you know the difference. All the establishments that used to be around here that are gone now, they may disappear through gentrification, knocking the buildings down. This is why we have to keep this here to make sure that this is going to be here for future generations to see. We have a house band, you know, a uh, keyboard, drummer, sax, bass man. That's the, uh, the recipe for that. We are in the performance theater. We got the folding chairs that we set up. And then when the guests come in, we ask them if they want to perform. And a lot of times they get up and they sing, or they may play an instrument. It looks a lot like you remember, you remember the jazz clubs where you used to go to hear swing and to hear uh, those big bands? It's the atmosphere is electric because you, you don't know what's going to happen, but you know it's going to be something good, and you know you're going to be feeling good when it's over. And right now I am going to sing two songs for you. And the music drives me to another place. All before I'm getting up there, I got these butterflies in my stomach, always, always. But once I get up there and I hear the music, I tell myself, just go for it. And then we jump into this pool and we're just going. We're just going. When I discovered this place, I could not believe what I'd found. I found. I didn't know that a place like this existed that was so steeped 
in the history of the Harlem Renaissance, the history of black music, and the history of the United States of America. See, the New Amsterdam Musical Association began as a labor union for black musicians because blacks were not allowed to join the American Federation of Musicians back then. And my husband just brought me around one evening just to come in. It was a jam session. This was like the early uh, 2000s. And it was live musicians playing. And I haven't heard that in a long time. You know, so I just kind of fell in love with the place from then. There are five stories altogether. This is where a lot of our teaching goes on. You see, we got a couple of pianos in here. Oh, yeah. When I got here, I took up lessons with a Mr. Morris Mitchell, and he was teaching me vocals. It, it was an inspiration, because when he passed away, it kind of broke at my heart and broke a whole lot of people's hearts, you know, because he was such a wealth of knowledge, you know, but I just wanted to keep their tradition going. Mrs. Hamlin's done an incredible job. For nine years, uh, we had to work to get the people in the neighborhood to agree to have this um, block designated as a historic district. What the landmark status, status does is give us, gives us protection and ensures our future as an organization. I wanted to, to remain a musical institution in the community. So that's really why I just wanted to preserve it. See, now in April was when she, I, and a couple other people testified before the uh, City Landmark Commission. The next speaker is uh, Arthur Ephraim. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Is there any more famous neighborhood in the world than Harlem? And one of the reasons why is because of the musical icons that were members of the New Amsterdam Musical Association people. And as of August, we officially have landmark status. know that next Sunday that we're having elections of officers. Um, I'm stepping down. Yes. And the, uh, but I'm stepping down and I will be around. Okay? Each one of you have talents. Each and every last one of the members have talents. And if they bring them talents to the table, everything is gravy. Okay. Yeah, stocks ready to do. We're leaving today. We want to be a part of it. All of USA. The Cultural Frontlines will coalesce in Harlem at the New York's New Amsterdam Musical Association. I'll make a brand new start of it. New York, New York. I want to wake up. Next week, we have a special program showcasing a drama direct from the world's biggest arts festival in Edinburgh, Scotland. Join us for the premiere of the play Lurker by Natalie McKinnon and find out what happens when social media fandom becomes obsession. That's it for this week's program. Remember, you can catch up on any episodes you may have missed. 
by going online to bbc.co.uk slash worldserviceradio and searching for us. And don't forget, you can always get in touch by using the hashtag BBC Cultural Frontline. I'll be back next year with more stories of artists changing the world and the way we see it. Until 2019, goodbye. Thank you.